The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Oberheide has another takedown for Adams Central. He leads 9-2. Oberheide is just a couple of seconds away from advancing on to the Parade of Champions. And Adams Central has got themselves another champion here tonight. 13-5, Kendall Oberheide. Today, it's live coverage of the state dual tournament in Kearney. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. After an outstanding weekend in Omaha, 32 teams converged on the University of Nebraska at Kearney to vie for one more team trophy. All the action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Team pregame show. We'll join Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from the UNK Health and Sports Center right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from the UNK Health and Sports Center. Classic Hits continuing coverage of high school wrestling brings us to the semifinal round of the 2016 Nebraska State Dual Championships. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, and we keep breaking in new people in 2016. You know what we did, Bakes? We got rid of one Hall of Famer this morning. We brought in another one. See, here's the problem. I was just going to say it a minute ago. How is it that in these broadcasts this year, I'm always the one on here that's not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, Somebody well, nominate the fat guy. Uh, well, if you'd keep calling ducks, baby, we'd get you in there. That's you know right. that. That's right. Matt Rogers, the three-time state champion, of course, Carney Catholic head wrestling coach, joins us to uh, look at this afternoon's semifinals. Coach, how you doing? And plus, I, I know you guys were so close to actually be wrestling here this afternoon. Uh, maybe mixed feelings. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, great to, to have be you. here with uh, you guys, uh, all-star crew, um, joining you guys. So, uh, you know what? It was uh, kind of a bummer not qualifying, um, but after talking to some of the coaches down at Lincoln, you know, they said this can be a real tough week. And uh, when state was over for us this year, it kind of felt like it was time to be over, but I I suppose it'd be different if we had actually qualified. I think there's some teams we could compete with for sure down here. So. Well, we talked about it, of course, the quarterfinals we had on our sister station ESPN Radio this morning. And I, I mentioned, I just think it's, a, it's an adrenaline thing. If you can stay disciplined and make your weight here, once you get on the mat, competition's competition. Yep, yep. And, and you can just tell by the atmosphere that these guys are ready to wrestle. They're ready to scrap. Um, some of these guys, there's a lot of pride on the line between these schools, and that's what makes it a little bit different. Everybody's back in the game. It's not just an individual deal anymore. So really excited to see some of these matches today. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at uh, some of the uh, semifinals that we will definitely be following. And, of course, uh, not only is Amherst going for their fourth consecutive dual championship, they will be taking on Burwell. That rivalry has really exploded here over the last couple of years. You've got Sutton that's going to be taking on uh, the other semifinal against Creighton, and then, of course, it's Kearney and Grand Island again in Class A. We'll break them down and give you the rest of the field and the earlier results right after this. Russell Wilson here. The Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Help me, 
kids. To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Donate. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation says good luck, wrestlers. This is Ron Wall with Cargill Ag Horizons Marketing Services. I bring Cargill's global knowledge to your home or office by delivering unique insights that can benefit your operation. To learn more about how our disciplined approach to risk management can benefit your operation, call me, Cargill, helping farmers prosper. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Welcome back to the UNK Health and Sports Center. Let's take a look at what has already happened today here at the State Duels. In Class A, it was Millard South over Bellevue East, 56-16. They will take on Columbus, a 34-33 winner over Omaha Burke in a duel that maybe wasn't as close as the score because Burke scored 11 points in the last two matches. Grand Island pulled away from Millard West, 36-24. They'll take on Kearney High, a 53-15 winner over Norfolk. In the consolations, Millard West beat Norfolk 34-27, and Omaha Burke beat Bellevue East 55-9. So Burke and Millard West will wrestle for fifth, along with the third-place matches. Those will go at five. In B, Bennington over Scottsbluff 54-10. They'll duel Plattsmouth, a 54-15 winner over Adams Central. Columbus Scotus beat Blair 52-23. They'll take on Omaha Scott, a 39-24 winner over Gretna. In the consolations, Gretna beat Blair 40-30, and Adams Central over Scottsbluff. 39 to 31. In Class C, it was David City over Wilbur Claytonia, 66 to 10. Battle Creek beat Central City, 51 to 27. So they'll battle in one semi. It was North Bend over Aquinas, 45 to 30. They'll take on Valentine, a 51-22 winner over Broken Bow. In the consolations, Aquinas beat Broken Bow, 46 to 36, and Central City downed Wilbur Claytonia. 42 to 30. And in D, Amherst down High Plains, 57 to 16. They'll take on Burwell, a 36-33 winner over Sutherland. Creighton down Elkhorn Valley, 39-34. They'll take on Sutton, a 51-29 winner. And in the consolations, Elkhorn Valley beat Franklin, 38-33. Sutherland over High Plains, 45 to 27. And those are the breakdowns and your starters and all the things that you need to know. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Some of the mats are ready to wrestle. Others are yet to wrestle. We're waiting for the call to command here. But, uh, Larry, there's going to be some good ones here. Of course, Carney and Grand Island should headline them all. Well, that'll be an absolute battle, Doug, no doubt about it. And I really think the class, both Class D semis could be interesting. Amherst, Burwell, I really don't think they're starting at 160 pounds here. I really don't think that duel starts until we get to 120 pounds. Amherst is going to fire their big guns early in the first, really, three weights. Then what's going to happen is you're going to see Burwell just go on a terror and maybe get 24 points out of those next, we'll see. And then at 106, Burwell will be favored. And then the duels start. Burwell's open at 13. At 20, I do expect to see Amherst change this lineup and bump some things around uh, today in that duel. 
Matt, you've seen, obviously, uh, the Class C schools. Everybody is kind of anticipating David City and Valentine. But what about North Bend and Battle Creek? North Bend and Battle Creek, uh, you know what? They've had great seasons. Um, I, I think uh, both of those guys could actually kind of make a run, but the, the favorite's got to be Valentine and David City there to make it to the final. Um, I think Valentine's got to be hot hot to roll this week after the, after the showing that they had at State last week was just a total disaster for them, but I think they're going to come in firing. Well, it doesn't take long for the first winner here as Kalen Klingelhofer uh, takes care of Colby Mitchell of Burwell in 48 seconds with a first period pin, and then you bring out the state champion for Amherst. Yeah, no, you're already going to start seeing it happen here, Doug. This lineup's going to move around. Coach Herman's got to find a way to match up with those big guns from Burwell up top. So you're going to see Cole Eggie wrestle 170 pounds here, which means you're going to see Klingelhofer up top. Tanner Peterson is on the mat for Sutton as Creighton wins the first match there by pin. Of course, uh, there's also some uh, forfeits out there, but Tanner was. Peterson against Alex Zimmer, so it was a, a forfeit for Creighton. And in the Kearney Grand Island match in Class A, it's Trey Gruby of the Bearcats and Chris Doty of Grand Island. That's a good one to start it off. Yeah, no doubt about it. We watched that duel, Doug. Carney Grand Allen, we know's raucous. That thing got out of hand. Carney absolutely steamrolled Grand Island. Now with a championship on the line, we know that the intensity will be ratcheted up. Can Grand Island answer the bell? I think Grand Island will be game. Carney, though, you know is definitely going to be ready for this thing. They, I think they got their eyes set on making a run at the whole thing here. But Grand Island's going to battle, though. No doubt about that. Aggie's off to a great start, Doug, for Amherst. He's wrestling Drew Dearmont from Burwell, a 5-13 sophomore for Burwell. Uh, he's off to a 5-0 start, one minute left in the first period. Over here I see DJ Steffen from Valentine's got old Zach Bohr. Uh, kind of got a cradle hooked up there, uh, trying to get him turned to his back. He's down 4-2. Uh, but, you know, Bohr, the, the freshman state champion, he, he's, a, he's a beast. Yeah, he's 54-1. and one. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad, Larry. But he has a freshman. He, he's he's in a. It looks like he's probably going to hold this off. There might be a stalemate coming here. But Stefan's going to be battling too. Yeah, I really agree with you, Matt. Valentine, some things in their control, some things out of their control, imploded last week when that thing really should have been a race. I expect them. They want to wrestle David City today. I think they want to wrestle them. You know, David City just handled it outright, though. I mean, they, they won the meet, but Valentine, you know, could have had a better meet than they did. This North Bend Central team will be a handful. They're really good. Down in the Sutton match, it is Alex Zimmerer of Creighton getting the escape to start the second period, leading Tanner Peterson of Sutton one to nothing. Peterson in on a shot, and they are just scrambling kind of now, either close to a stalemate or Zimmerer might get... Might get stepped around and get a takedown here, or we could get a stalemate. Now he tries to give a headlock here. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting matchup, Doug. Creighton didn't have a very good state tournament, only two state placers. They were second twice, where Sutton, we know what they did. Sutton got five medals, one champ, uh, wrestled a great state tournament, far tougher than maybe some people thought. Sutton will be a handful here for Creighton. Creighton does have a full lineup, 
which will help. Well, Zimmer did get the takedown, but then Peterson of Sutton immediately was able to get the reversal and nearly had him on his back. He is down 3-2 to two with 20 seconds to go in the period, but he's on top looking for control. Yeah, Doug, and down there with Aggie, Coach Herman just came off of his chair. Aggie's up 5-0 there, but he just put himself to his back in he's, a position. He's been getting a little bit high there, uh, putting himself in a little bit of trouble, but I think he'll be able to handle it. And Gruby oh, is in trouble yep. in the Carney match. He's got him hooked in. There's still a minute left in the period, Doug. He's going to have a hard time holding off. Oh, he's slipping off. Right in the center of the mat, yep, too. he is in the middle. He's sliding, sliding a deep half in. This looks like it might be over. Chris Doty of Grand Island trying to give the Islanders a big pep here at 160 pounds. Oh. Remember the first time it was 41-13. to 13. Carney won it. They took 10 of the 14 matches against the Islanders. And remember, Doug, it was a big start that did that for the Bearcats. If you flip that fortune and Grand Island can get off to a roll here, look out. Trying to lock up a cradle. Doty's going to get turned on him again, and there's the pin. Got the stick. Chris Doty pins Trey Gruby in a minute and 37 seconds. Guys, bonus points in any duel, but especially one that's going to be that close. Aggie just got him. Yeah, Aggie just put Dearmont on his back right in the middle of the mat, about 20 yep. seconds left. Dearmont's battling. He's battling. And Dr. Keysweater's going to give him three here. It's still eight to nothing now down there as they approach the end of the quarter. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, back over here in the Class D mat, we went to the third period. It was still Zimmer of Creighton leading uh, Peterson of Sutton three to two. Peterson will take bottom, and we're already 40 seconds into the third period, and Peterson has not been able to get out. In fact, he's got to be careful that he doesn't get cradled up and turned. And there it is. Maybe enough for a two count. Enough for a two count rolling through. So Peterson will now be down five to two. Yeah, that's big when you give up those points and you make it to where one action, whether it be an escape or a reversal, uh, can't win you the match. That three is a big deal. You've got to get out and get a takedown now. At 170 for Grand Island, Tim Reese against Carney's Tyler Tracy. And now look at the reversal here. Picking up back points is Peterson back. for Sutton. Now what do you do? Do you turn him or do you cut him and try to take it to overtime? No, he's, he's up, it, it one. He's he's up one now. Excuse me. They yes. were just late putting the points up. Reversal, two-point near fall. He's up 6-5, 30 seconds. Peterson he's working for the fall. He's, gonna, he's working that half, trying to get him on his back. He's got 20 seconds here. Eggie's up 10-0 for Amherst. A minute 15 to go in his match. And here comes Peterson. He's got him on his back. 10 seconds, he got the stick. Oh, that's wow. a big one, guys. He was down five to two, ends up in the last 30 seconds getting the reversal back points and then ends up getting the fall. Yeah, big that's bonus. Huge. You gotta do that here. Sutton's gonna have to do that a time or two because Creighton, again, only two state medalists, but they're loaded up in that lineup. Back over at the Grand Island Carney match, Tim Reese picks up a takedown, has a 2-1 lead over Tyler Tracy of Carney a minute into the match. And Eggie maintains a 10-0 lead with a minute to go in his match for Amherst over Dearmont of Burwell. You know, Doug, and if you're Grand Island, there's absolutely no better way to start this than your two best kids outside of your heavyweight starting this thing with Doty and Reese. And both guys are coming out and taking care of business. Now for Sutton. We will go to the uh, Sutton mat here, mat six, after getting a nice win up to uh, 182 pounds. 
as that duel tied 6-6 after the pin and, of course, the uh, forfeit to start things off. Over here on the Class C mat with Valentine and North Bend, Bohr did end up getting a, uh, a major on that match there, but he had DJ Stefan on his back the last 30 seconds, and, and DJ was able to, he battled well. He was able to stay, keep from uh, getting pinned there, and I think that that's what North Bend's going to need to take that duel is get some of those bonus points. They got one, but I think they wanted to have the six there. And now we'll see how this works out for Amherst. Aggie's going to get the major. He's going to win 10-0 to zero here at 170 which then means we're going to see the state champ, Klingelhofer, come out, and we'll see what Burwell does, whether it's Dearmont or how, or excuse me, he's going to wrestle Huffman, who was third at the state meet. So this is a big boy matchup. You're going to bump the lineup so you can have your state champ at 70 wrestle their third-place finisher at 182. And you got bonus. Yes, this will be a match. Back over in Class A, Tyler Tracy has not been able to get off bottom here in the first period. It is still 2-1 to one in favor of Tim Reese of Cran Island. That's how it'll be when they go to the second period. And it's Garrett Stone of Sutton against Ian Stacken of Creighton. And they have wrestled a scoreless first minute 15 on their feet in the first period. So for Burwell and Amherst, Amherst has won the first two matches. They are up by a score of 10 to nothing. Jacob Klingelhofer, 45-4, senior. Tori Huffman, 37-5, junior. And as Larry said, both brought home some really nice medals on Saturday. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, of course, you got a lot of family lineage here. You know, Huffman's brother was the state champion, uh, and he was third here himself, and we know the Klingelhofer lineage. This will be a big match in how this works. They got four out of 170, and I think Amherst was maybe thinking they'd get six at 70, Nothing at 82, so if they can get four there and win this match, that's a huge, huge yeah, swing. Gonna, they'll be in a good spot if they can get that done. And, of course, we have seen it here sometimes because of the bumping in weight, sometimes just a rematch. We've seen champions from Omaha fall here at UNK. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, it was just a few years ago, Klingelhofer beat the four-time state champ out of Pender uh, in a duel where they moved guys around. Ian Stacken from Creighton is wrestling Garrett Stone from Sutton. There's no score here. They're going to go to the second period, and Stone is going to defer. Tim Reese has now taken a 4-1 lead over Tyler Tracy of Kearney. Tracy on bottom with a minute 30 to go in the second period, 4-1 in favor of Reese. Yeah, and the thing is, Grand Island's off to a beautiful start here, at least at this point, Doug. But don't forget, in the quarterfinals, Kearney started awful slow, too. And once they hit the meat of that lineup from 106 on, boy, they're tough. Yeah, they've got a great lineup down at the bottom uh, going up top. Um, those guys have had guys that are solid up top, but uh, the guys down below, holy cow, they're yeah, tough. That is a great lineup, and a lot of them are young. For Sutton, yeah. Ian Stackett of Creighton. Gets bottom on the second period. He'll get the escape. So Stackett of Creighton leads Stone of Sutton 1-0, wrestling on their feet midway through the second period. Boy, Jacob Klingelhofer just tried to lateral drop Tory Huffman. That's not the smartest thing no. in the world. It's a good thing they were out of bounds. He did it in a good place. He's near the edge of the mat. Don't really want to see that if you're Coach Herman necessarily, but if he's going to try it, that's a great place to do it. That's right. And they will go to the end of the first period between Klingelhofer and Huffman scoreless. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, 
Amherst, Sutton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back over here in the Class D, Matt, they are not going to award a takedown to Garrett Stone. On the edge of the mat, they were down. Toes appeared to be in, but somewhere along the line, it was not how we viewed it. Yeah, The we, fans we, thought it was. We may not have had the same angle that the official did, but it kind of looked like it from up here. So 40 seconds to go, second period. Stone of Sutton still down, one nothing to stack it of Creighton. Back over in the Class D match, getting physical again. Klingelhofer is on top as Huffman chose bottom here in this. Well, sometimes I don't exactly see it because Amherst will choose top. Yeah, no, here, here it was either a defer by Amherst because Huffman, Huffman went down. Yeah, he went down. Still 4-1, to one. Tim Reese of Grand Island over Tracy of Kearney. 20 seconds to go in the second period. No change in the score there. Klingelhofer's in trouble here. He tried to throw a boot in. His hip slipped all the way up to Huffman's shoulders. He's hanging on for dear life. He's going to hope for a stalemate here. Huffman needs to get up on his toes a little bit and start shaking. He's coming out that back door, but looks like Klingelhofer, no. Klingelhofer might be able to hold off here. Ooh. Looks like he got the stalemate. Good job by Klingelhofer. That was. He just had a hold of him as tight as he could go. Klingelhofer's got a little blood on his lip, so they're going to stop it. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Duels. Now we've had a little flurry of takedown reversal here in the Class D match. And uh, Clark or Stone of a Sutton still down, but now it's 3-2 to two where it had been 1 to nothing as they start the third period. Stone will be on bottom. Yeah, and that's, again, very physical match. It's like Valentine's trying to return the uh, major decision over there. Going to go to the third period. Taking a look at the semifinal scores for you right now, besides Grand Island winning the first match, it's 6-0 over Kearney. Millard South leads Columbus 9-6 as they wrestle 195 pounds. Remember, 160 is where we started. In B, Plattsmouth 9-0 over Bennington. They're at 182. It is Columbus Scotus 15, Omaha Scott nothing at 195. Again, Scott will be scoring points towards the end of the duel. In Class C, David City 24, Battle Creek 12. They're already at 106. It is North Bend winning the first match, 4-0. So they've only wrestled two, and they're all the way up to 106 on the other side. And North Bend won the first match, 4-0. And it is Creighton and Sutton, 6-6. Amherst, 10-0 over Burwell. They're both wrestling at 182. Yeah, Klingelhofer hasn't been able to turn Huffman, but Huffman has, has not been close to getting out other than the one time Klingelhofer got high with a leg ride. You have to score on your choice. It's very, very important that you score on your choice. There he they finally did get does. one there. So Huffman gets the escape, 1-0, 50 seconds to go in the second period. Down here, Garrett Stone for Sutton has to find a way to get off the bottom, and there's not much going on on the mat right now. And we are going to get a stall warning against the leader, Stacken of Creighton. So now he's got to wrestle, and Stone's got to get off bottom. 30 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, Klingelhofer's got to get going on an offense. 35 seconds left. He just hasn't been able to be in deep at all. You know, bumping up a weight here, I don't know that Huffman is a lot bigger than he is. It looks fairly even, doesn't it? I don't think he looks a lot bigger. I think Klingelhofer's kind of looking... Earlier he was looking for a throw by. Huffman was driving in on him, but now it looks like Huffman's kind of figuring out where he needs to be working an underhook. Stone will get his escape here for Sutton. We're tied with 12 seconds to go. And Creighton in on a shot here. Stone backs up, 
But there's time here, and they're going to get the takedown on the edge of the mat, and time will expire. And Stacking of Creighton takes care of Stone, 5-3. to three. Stone just looked a little bit out of gas there at the end. He tried to headlock He tried him. to throw a headlock on a shot that all he had to do was defend. And yeah. I think he was thinking, I don't want to go to overtime right now, exactly which you see right. happen sometimes. So he falls 5-3. to three, And we go to the third period between Huffman and Jacob Klingelhofer. Huffman of Burwell leads the state champ 1-0. Klingelhofer takes bottom. Back over there in... Carney, Grand Island, the score has not changed since early in the second period as Tracy is being ridden out by Tim Reese. Four to one, Tim Reese with 30 seconds to go. Yeah, and Klingelhofer's got to get going. He hasn't, he hasn't came up at all. Huffman's got a leg in, riding it pretty tough. Right now, Klingelhofer's defending the leg ride versus trying to get out. There's a big difference there. Yeah, he's got a minute and a half right here. I don't know how hard Huffman's trying. Looks like maybe now he's going to try and turn him. I think he's just... Trying to look busy on top for right now. Tim Reese of Grand Island completes a 4-1 victory over Tyler Tracy of Kearney. Grand Island up 9-0 after the first two divisions in the Class A semifinals. Yeah, it's a great start for the Islanders. They have to know they're going to have to put some points in the bank because Kearney's going to come later in this duel. And here Huffman's just riding tough. Yeah, a he's minute got that is arm on the back. He's going to avoid a stalemate here if he keeps working just like he is. I think that Klingelhofer's hoping for a stalemate, but could get a potentially dangerous on the knee. Nope, they let that go. There's only 45 seconds left. Huffman up 1-0. Klingelhofer yeah. not any. We're close. There's a stalemate. That's so, you needed the fresh whistle. Klingelhofer's going to get a whistle here. He's got to get up and get to moving. He's got to get those hips cleared. Let's see what he does here. Huffman's looking fresh right now. Yes, he is. See what weight, weight, what that weight advantage has, what kind of a role it has now. Stephen Kelly in bad shape here for Sutton. He's on his back in the first period for the Sutton Mustangs. Oh, they just, uh, Klingelhofer just had his third, third caution. caution. So it's 2-0, 2-0. An escape won't do it now. And Klingelhofer fires off the whistle, gets the escape, and now he's right after it. Now he's coming at him. He's got 35 seconds left. Nice attempt at a high crotch, but... Huffman defends he well. He peeked out really well and got the takedown. Oh, take down up one. He peeked out to a duck under there. Dynamite technique. Klingelhofer three, Huffman two. Huffman down with 27 seconds to go. Oh, there's a twister by Columbus. Who Strange. thought they'd ever do wow. that? <laughs> That's the second one I've seen in this duel, actually, Larry. I think Coach Keith might have, a, have him working on that just a little. Huffman comes to his feet. Klingelhofer trying to bring him back down. Oh, Does locked hands. We're tied at three. And yeah. it was. He, he, he returned him and his hands were stuck. And that might be where the weight difference comes in. Three to three, 13 seconds left. A fresh whistle. Huffman escapes. He's going to win it, folks. Klingelhofer now needs to hope for overtime. Tries the ankle pick. Works, brings him down, rides him to the edge of the mat. Huffman's able to get out. He'll get one more whistle with seven seconds. I think Klingelhofer can take him down if they can get back to their feet. Klingelhofer looks gassed here, guys. He does. Face well, they, is purple. No, that's the singlet for Burwell, Larry, purple. Yeah, looks <laughs> just like it. He Huffman, better get to a leg. Huffman's up. Huffman's up. Huffman gonna, spins. Tries to pull him out of bounds. There's here. time. They call it a reversal. Huffman wins at the buzzer. 5-3 over Klingelhofer, the state champion of Amherst. Coach Herman's going to the table here. What they're going to say, guys, they're I think it's no. It off. Yeah, yeah, no. 
No, I think – here's right. the deal, guys. I think they'd hit him. I think they hit him. Time was out. We're going to go to overtime. We're going to go to overtime. Sometimes that's the little piece of life you need. It is overtime. Huffman's hanging pretty hard here. Garrett Clark of Sutton has just picked up a win by pin for Sutton. Klingel Hoffer, if he wants to slide him by, needs to get his back to the center because right now if he slides him by... They're going out. Yes, yep. he's, he's going to take him right out of bounds and it'll be no good. Joey Rodriguez of Grand Island and Leo Paloma of Carney. Paloma with the first period takedown. Leads 2 to nothing. They go to the second period and Paloma by. will be on bottom. Boom. Yeah, and here's Boom. the deal. That, oh, they're going to call him out, out of, of bounds, bounds and a... That's a point a they're going to call a slam. Wow. I don't know about that call on a slam there. That's the match. Uh, that is the match. Yeah. That was a great uh, defense to that by Huffman when, because Klingelhofer hit the slide by, he body locked and souffled him. And when he came down, it was just flat on Klingelhofer's yeah, Klingelhofer back. Klingelhofer landed first, I guess. Anytime you re lift him up off the mat, you got to return him safely. Yeah, I mean, that is I, the rule. I don't know that I would call that there. It is a big boy sport. Yeah. But I will but, say this. I do. I respect Bryce Abbey very much. He was the assistant official on that. They did go over and ask Bryce, and Bryce agreed. Yep. Yep. And, and I do respect him a great deal as an official. That was a big deal for Amherst. They had to have that thing work out because they were actually, I think, going to lose two points out of that if that would have uh, the way it would have gone at 60 and 70. That's a big swing. 13 to 0 now, Amherst. Back over in Class A. Palomo gets the escape here to start the second period, and now he has cradled up Rodriguez and taken him to his back, and he is going to stick him here in period number two, it would appear. And there it is. 323. Palomo of Carney over Rodriguez of Grand Island, and that will cut it to 9 6 Islanders after three. Yeah, that's big. If I remember right, that one, uh, Palomo might have won by decision that first time that they dueled. They got six out of it this time. Yeah. That's big. What we got here, Scott just hit a headlock. Everybody went bananas over there. That's Tavorik. He's a freshman wrestling Tony Slabooth, who's also a freshman. SCOTUS is up there 21-15 in this duel. I think that they got two forefoots to start the duel off. It started out 12-0. Uh, SCOTUS has got a nice team, though. Um, I don't know if they can hang the whole way through here, but they're going to battle. Now on the mat, it is Dane Bogart of Amherst and Lane Helgoth of Burwell. Of course, what a uh, state meet it was for Lane last week for the uh, Burwell Longhorns. He's the state champion at 195. Of course, it's the rematch of the finals, Larry. That's exactly right. These two did this, uh, oh, one week ago in about three hours-ish. It was close, and Helgoth ended up pinning him at the 522 mark in the third period. Helgoth is so tough, Doug. He's one of those guys that's hard to score on, hard to do things with. But one of the things Lane Helgoth can do to you sometimes is just flat out flat-out out-tough you. Ignacio Rivera is going to wrestle at 113 again here for Sutton. Sutton's up 24-15 as they put a little run together here against uh, Creighton. Oh, and there's going to be a big takedown there. Sam Sims, a freshman for Grand Island, is out wrestling Andy Mason, and Mason gets the takedown. Again, Doug, you talked about this. 
this lineup for Grand Island has never been the same. It's never been the same two times in a row, and, and, and this is a, a, another odd lineup for Grand Island. Connor Hazen of Creighton is down there at 113 pounds. He is 31-4 and four against Rivera of Sutton, so got a good matchup there. a great matchup. Great matchup that you're not normally going to see. Yeah, and they're going to do some bumping around there. Uh, it looks to me like Connor Hazen, who had a great uh, uh, season down there wrestling uh, somebody else that had a pretty good year in Ignacio Rivera. He was a state champ. Rivera's another one. Doesn't matter what weight he's at. He's hard to score on. Four to one now down there for Andy Mason leading over Sam Sims of Grand Island. Dane Bogard's going to go down to start the second period. He is behind two to one. This match actually is going much like the final did. Back over at the Carney High match, Andy Mason has now taken a 4-1 lead into the second period over Sims of Grand Island. Sam just a freshman, and he'll take bottom to start the second period. Mason up 4-1. Grand Island up in the duel through three matches, 9-6. Down here in the Ignacio Rivera match, Rivera is tied 5-5 with Hazen as they go to the third period. Hazen didn't medal last week, even despite that 31-4 record, got in the wrong spot. Yeah, he he uh, was one. Like I said, Creighton had some struggles last week at the state tournament. They were a team that had enough bullets in their gun to chase Amherst down. They just weren't able to fire him in the right place. Taking a look at his knee right now down there. So injury time for Hazen of Creighton. Back over to Class D. Helgotha Burwell 2, Bogart of Amherst 1, Bogart on bottom here, and Boy, he's got a double chicken wing in. Yeah, Bogart's in deep half in. He's in big trouble. Bogart's going to end up on his back, and it could be two weeks in a row for Lane Helgoth. Plenty of time to work here. A minute to go in the second period. Bogart does roll to his belly. That's going to be a two-count near fall, 4-1. Helgoth with the lead. Back over Carney High, looking for Andy Mason to get the stick. He turns Sims, gets the near fall, but can't finish it. It's now 6-1. You know, this we get a lot of all-star type stuff at these events. That injury out there on Hazen, I looked down, and that was an all-star crew out there. John Ullman looking at him, Scott Kratzer both out there. Wow. Big, all, that's big time. All-star stuff. So two halves make a hole? <laughs> big John's a hole. There's a, no doubt about it. It's 7-5 to five now. Rivera and Hazen. Ignacio Rivera going to get the takedown as they went neutral to start the second period. Bogard trying to come to his feet for Amherst, but off the mat. He's doing a nice job, Doug. And now Andy Mason on the edge of the mat will get the pin of Sims of Grand Island. Six for the Bearcats in 338. Yeah, I mean, it's 4-1. to one. Bogard's behind, but he's got to be happy where this match is. And they will end up going to the third period, and it'll be Huffman Choice. Doug Duda, along with Matt Rogers, Larry Baker, live here at the UNK Health and Sports Center on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Huffman will take bottom up 4-1 to against Bogard in Class D. And now Rivera has found himself down 8-7 to seven off of an escape and takedown, but Rivera hits the reversal. He's now up 9-8, 30 seconds to go 
in the second period in Class D, and this is one that maybe if Creighton wins, it gives them a heck of a chance. Oh, there's no doubt. If you knock off their state champ, there is no doubt about it because the next two guys up for Creighton were both in the finals last week. And Rivera is really working up there on top. Really working, but oh, Hazen gets the escape. Yeah, Bogart just got reversed and to his back. It was the five-minute point last week. It looks like it could be again. Minute 30 to go in the match. Won't get him pinned quite this time, but more near fall points makes it 6-1. to one. And once they add those, I don't think they have added them yet because Huffman gets a reversal here to start the period. Yeah, he got reversal and back points there. He's, he's holding still the holding back the two. Points. I think it's going to be three. Yep, he's got three. You know, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Bennington here in the semifinals came out, and they're going to wrestle Plattsmith. Uh, the state runner-up, number one seed in this thing, and they mean business. If you look, Bennington's out there in their camo singlet. Took me a while to figure out who that was, but I saw <laughs> Coach Picorni in the corner. Back over here in Class A, Brett Garcia, the heavy favorite for Grand Island at 220 pounds over Tim Dubry of Kearney. They are scoreless through the first minute of their match. We've got a, another scramble down here in the Creighton. Hazen just hit a Peterson. He's getting back points on that, Larry. This is going to be five. And that, that'll give him a five-point lead. Now they're going to let the reversal probably come back. So it's going to end up being a three-point lead for Hazen. 14 to 11. Yikes. Bogard not able to get off bottom over here. Burwell's going to score their first points of the duel here. And it's going to be a major, Doug. Bogard needs to get out in the next 18 seconds to keep that to three and not four on the team side. 9-1 the score. Helgoth still working, working, working. And he didn't, and he's still trying to tip him. He's not going to pit him this week, but he is going to get the win by a score of 9-1. And Burwell is on the board with four points, 12-4 Amherst. That's another win for Amherst there. That's one that uh, you thought maybe you could give up six again. Rivera and Hazen, reversal, reversal. It is 15-13, and escape. Uh, they tried to give him an escape and a quick takedown, and Sutton is incensed. They say, where's the takedown? They gave they the escape. Back in on a double. Yeah, that's a takedown wow. right there, 16-15. Hazen's looking at the clock. He's out of gas, it seems like. Yeah, cut he him is. again. He is. Rivera's looking good. But I like this. Just don't cut him. Just tell him. Do it right now. Yep. Don't waste the time. Down one, down two now. Amherst is going to forfeit, it looks like, at 220, guys. Is that true? Yes, it is. Yeah, Amherst they, forfeits. Burwell will get the 220. Yeah, haven't had one all year. They don't have a 220 or a 138. Rivera needs a takedown here, but we had a point and a takedown. I don't know what the point was for, guys. We have illegal. Stalling. It, it could have been, been stalling. stalling. He had been warned for stalling in the second period. I saw it. We, are, we should be going to overtime. We should be going to overtime at 18-18. They can't keep up with what the scoreboard. It may take them a minute, to, an entire minute, to figure out the scoring here. Well, this helps Hazen. He's completely out of gas, guys. Back over at heavyweight, Jacob Peterson, Amherst, Thomas Hughes of Burwell. And in the Dubrai-Garcia match, Garcia gets the escape here in the first, second period, so he's up one nothing. Yeah, Thomas Hughes was third at the state meet a week ago. Again, a heavy, heavy favorite here. But it looks to me Amherst has weathered this storm. I thought they'd get to 106 pounds and be behind. 
12 to 10 right now. Amherst leads. Well, I hope they don't mess this up down here on what's been a pretty good Creighton-Sutton matchup. I didn't think it was that hard, and now they put Sutton up 18-17. It should be 18-18. No, there I we go. There we go. They got it right. Ignacio Rivera takes him down in the first 15 seconds, I bet you. So we go to overtime. Right. Hazen's got elbow on his knee right now, right off the whistle. Rivera makes the... Initial move, then Hazen does take the shot, but Rivera, both bring them back to their feet. What a match. This is the old throw two singlets in a dryer and turn it on. That's what this has been. And if you had the over-under on 15 seconds, it was over. <laughs> they still are wrestling. Oh. Ooh, trying for a shot. throw, Hazen, and Rivera's going to get the takedown with it, 20 to 18. They should have let that go, Doug. He screwed that up. I, I do think, Larry, that he, he had returned to his belly there. He gave the two. And then when Rivera know, got off, he, he flopped Sutton, to his back. I know the Sutton coaches wanted it. I'd have been wanting it, too. But right. I, I do think that it was just a two. What a match there. 20-18 to 18 in overtime for the defending state champ against Connor Hazen of Creighton. We need to take a break here from some of our fine sponsors. You're listening to the State High School Wrestling Duels here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Russell Wilson here with Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Kids. To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Hand Machining in Pleasanton is proud to sponsor the area wrestlers. Trust Hand Machining for whatever machining you need. Large jobs or small, Hand is your general machine shop in Pleasanton. Shelton Locker and Shelton is a very proud sponsor of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck on the mats. Looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people? Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, go Bulldogs. Did you know that people with a savings plan are two times more likely to save for retirement? Make a plan to have a financially secure future. Nebraska Land National Bank offers individual retirement accounts with a variety of tax advantages so you can find one that fits your plan. We want to help you succeed. Stop into one of our branches today. Minimum to open an IRA variable savings account is $20 with no minimum balance requirements. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Along with Larry Baker and Kearney Catholic Wrestling Coach Matt Rogers, I'm Doug Duda back at the UNK Health and Sports Center for the 2016 State Dual Championships. While we were away, Thomas Helgoth of Burwell gets the pin over Peterson of Amherst in 3 minutes and 15 seconds. So Burwell, as they go to 106 pounds, now leads Amherst 
16 to 12, but they have already pretty much used up their big guns. Hunter Cobb of Amherst against a good freshman, Coy Gideon of Burwell here at 106 pounds. In the Class A match, Dubry has tied up Garcia. That is one to one, and it looks like they are going to head to overtime with just five seconds to go in the match. In Class D again for Sutton, it is Cameron Kleinschmidt against Zach Hazen of Creighton, who, as Larry told you, brought home the good one last week, up 10-0 over Kleinschmidt. That'll help keep Creighton in the match, but they are looking for a pin, not just tech fall. Yeah, and you've got uh, um, in that Burwell duel over there, Doug, you've got uh, Gideon wrestling for Burwell, and of course his dad's in the corner coaching him, and his brother is uh, on the coaching staff at Amherst uh, there, Evan Gideon, who was a finalist for his dad. Kind of an interesting piece over there. Zach Hazen from Creighton. I think uh, they believe that they probably should have a gold medal around their neck right now. It was a controversial ending against Pulaski of Pleasanton in the finals where Pulaski was awarded an escape. I'm not saying it was or wasn't, but it was controversial. He was awarded an escape that sent it to overtime, and Pulaski immediately took him down to his back and won it by a score of 9-4 to four in overtime. But Hazen had led mostly the entire match. I'm well, sure Hazen's probably pretty motivated this week yeah, after I'll, that ending. I will tell you, with Pulaski, you better be ready to go when the whistle blows because that guy gets after it. Full six minutes. Yes. We are at overtime in the Grand Island Kearney match. Dubry is in trouble. He's trying to get off the mat. Garcia knows that he's able to yank him backwards, bring him down, take him down with 10 seconds to go in overtime. And it will be Garcia of Grand Island beating Dubry of Kearney, 3-1 in overtime. And, Doug, that's a big deal for the Islanders this week, getting their 220 back. You know, they didn't have him. Getting him back for this contest is a big deal. Back down on the Class D mats, Hunter Cobb of Amherst trailing Coy Gideon of Burwell, 8-2, and Cobb will take bottom to start the second period. And Kleinschmidt is on his back here against Zach Hazen. Yeah, Hazen has just mauled him. I mean, it's going to be 15 to nothing here. It's going to be a tech fall at the end of the second period. Going to get five team points out of it. So Kleinschmidt falls 15 to nothing. Let's do a little run around the mats here and update you on the team scores of the semifinals. In Class A, Carney and Grand Island. And again, we tell you that we started at 160, so the final match will be at 152. Carney and Grand Island are at heavyweight. And it is 12-12, Lee Harrington against Gage Grinnell. Here's a rematch from last week's state semifinals, which Grinnell ended up winning over Harrington. It is Millard South trailing Columbus 16-15. They're wrestling at 106. In B, it's Plattsmouth 19, Bennington 12, wrestling at 106. They're at 126, where Scott leads Columbus SCOTUS 27-21. In Class C in the semifinals, David City 44, Battle Creek 12. They're all the way up to 132. It is Valentine 23, North Bend 13. They are at 113 pounds. The Burwell Longhorns lead Amherst 16 to 13 here at 106 pounds. And it is 27 to 20 between Sutton and Creighton. And Creighton, excuse me. And uh, Sutton has the lead 27-20 to 20 at 126 pounds. Luke Heinrichs of Sutton, Garrett Zimmer of Creighton. Creighton could be the favorite here, and a quick takedown makes it 2-0. Yeah, Coy Gideon got the pin, so it's 22-13, but I know Burwell does not have a 13, so 
So Bosch is going to get the, the six. So you're going to be 22-19 now. I thought the lead needed to be bigger for Burwell when we got to this spot. As I said at the top, I thought this duel really would start at 120. I thought Burwell needed to have a bigger lead here. Uh, you've got Sam Florell taking the mat right now. Uh, he's a he's been around the block. He's yes. just a freshman, but he's gonna he's he's gonna be a, a tough matchup. Well, you go Florell, Cumston, Cumston. I mean, you got him coming now. Yep. Still scoreless in the first 90 seconds of the Grinnell Harrington match. Of course, last week that was one nothing deep in the third. Harrington needed to try to make something happen. Ended up getting pinned in the third period. Grinnell's big. Uh, really heavy from the hips down uh, as a heavyweight, hard to score on, really pretty athletic. Jordan Kelber's back out there on the mat for Valentine. Of course, got beat uh, last week, had won the uh, state championship as a freshman, got beat last week in the semifinal round. Not very many people walking this earth that can say they beat uh, Terry Brands, and of course, Kelber's Dad did that in the national finals as a senior, was beaten by him the year before. Yep. Just a great, great wrestling community up there in Valentine yes. right now, how they ended up with all those guys up there. Down at the 120-pound match, Sam Florell now of Amherst. He's going to get the pin. He'll do it in 50 seconds. Amherst is going to run and hide now, I think. They have taken the lead back 25-22 over Burwell in that duel. In Class D, it is Luke Heinrichs trailing Zimmerer of Creighton Sutton trailing 2 to nothing as they start the second period, and Creighton has elected to go both up after he got the takedown. Now over in the Class A match, scoreless in the first period. Grinnell will take bottom for Grand Island in the second period against Harrington. Yep, and we've got a stall warning called here on Harrington just trying to pull him out of bounds because no. he was going to give up the escape. Not sure what they're after there. Burwell did not wrestle at 126 pounds. They had weighed one in. Uh, so Cumston's going to get the six. 31-22 now. Going to be tough for Burwell. Harrington doing a good job so far over there against Gage Grinnell of Grand Island in the heavyweight match in A. He's doing a great job, Nice, re Nice mat return there by Harrington. Minute 10 seconds left over there. He's, he's, he's looking tough up there. He might even try and get a turn here. Yeah, Grinnell is just kind of bellied out, heads down. Boy, Garrett Zimmerer of Creighton is really working over Luke Heinrichs. He took him down here, and then Heinrichs was almost immediately warned for stalling. Yeah, and Zimmerer, another state runner-up for Creighton. As we said, they were going to just send them out one after another. That duel is 27-20, very close. Braden Cumston gets the early takedown over Jordan McBride of Burwell, so Amherst up 2-0, 30 seconds in to the match. This is a big 35 seconds here in that Kearney-Grand Island duel. Uh, Grinnell's going to get a fresh start here, Doug, off of the uh, stalemate. Harrington really had locked those legs in there pretty good. He was ready to ride out for a long time, so advantage Grand Island, and Grinnell right off the whistle, might get a reversal out of this deal. Yeah, fresh whistles. You get that guy flat the in the mat, you want to keep him there. You got to just make it look like you're working enough so that you, you don't have to fight that fresh whistle. And yep. Harrington was able to get out, so it's 2-1. He, he gave up the reversal, but he did a nice job of continuing to wrestle. Got, a, got that escape. That could end up being huge here going into the third period. You have 15 seconds. He's down 1-2. Three near fall points over here for Garrett Zimmerer of Creighton. He now leads Luke Heinrichs of Sutton 7-0 as they go to the third period. 
Heinrichs is going to take bottom. Oh, and Harrington's going to get taken down uh, right at the end of the second period, so it's going to be 4-1 to one, Grinnell. We've got some excitement going on over there between Millard South and Columbus boys. Uh, might want to keep an eye on that one as well. Uh, Jesse Barrow of Columbus trying to get this win over Jack Beeson of Millard South. Neither one of them a top-notch varsity wrestler. No, They're both is, freshmen. This is a big match here. Columbus had had the Millard South guys in danger several times. It looks like he's pinned. I, but that'd be a huge getting six points here. Got a little uh, change of the period over in the Kearney Grand Island match. Lee Harrington is going to take bottom. He trails 4-1 to one going into the third. Guys, we said it at the top that Columbus was not going to go away easy today. They just got the pin to take the lead on uh, the state champion, number one seed, Millard South. And they'll go up 22-18. to 18. That Columbus bench knows how big that was, too. Yes. Columbus got to be a little careful. They got a couple guys with their singlets down, and they were out <laughs> on the mat there. I know that sounds silly, but you can't give up points in this kind of a duel. No. Back over here to... What's going on at the 132-pound match in Class D? Amherst and Burwell. Amherst leading it by a score of 31-22. to 22. And Braden Cumston is up by a score of 4-1 to one over Jordan McBride of Burwell with a minute 30 to go in the second period. McBride's hanging in there pretty tough, but kind of thought maybe Cumston would be up on him a little bit more than this, but... You know, he's still only halfway through the match. Once again, Luke Heinrichs of Sutton is on his back with 30 seconds to go. This is the difference between four and six points in the team race. Zimmerer's really got him locked up pretty good. And there's a flurry for Heinrichs he's trying to get off his back. I think this will improve his position, actually. They were doing the crappie flop there a yep. little bit. He's Fifth. got the major locked up, but he's got 11 seconds here to try and get the fall. 10 the difference between four and six points in the team race. He's not going to pin him. It's going to end up being 12-0, though, for Garrett Zimmerer over Luke Heinrichs of Sutton. That was close. You yeah. could tell they wanted that one bad. That's right. So that'll make it 27-24 Sutton as we go to 132. Four matches left. In that duel, we end at 152. Yeah, and Lee Harrington is wrestling tough. He's got it. Six to three, 40 seconds left. It's at least within a move. He's got to get his offense going now, though. He's down to 35 seconds, and looks like Grinnell's pretty, pretty uh, content where he's at. Yeah, but it's been the same exact story every time they've met all year long. Grinnell has the lead at this point. Harrington is forced to do something. They're on the edge of the mat as well, so if Lee gets any kind of a push, they'll go out. 17 seconds. Now they got to circle back in. Now Cumston going for the pin down here on McBride. He's got him turned, but he's going to run out of time here in the second period. He'll be up 9-2 to two after the three near fall. There's a takedown over here for Grinnell, and that's going to end up well, finishing it off for Grand Island. Yeah, Doug, it was the exact same thing as it was last week in the semis. Harrington just tried to throw a, a Hail Mary at the end. So Grinnell wins that there for the Islanders, but still kind of for Harrington. That's smart. Grinnell's the champ. I know that Harrington was in the semis against him, but you got your champ. Sometimes you want him to get bonus. Now you get to where Grand Island's going to have to fight and claw because they've gotten to this spot. They're up by three, 
but this is where Carney's going to start sending them out. Carney gets real good right in this park. Well, these two guys know each other. Carney Grand Island at 106 pounds. Ramirez Romero getting ready to do battle over there. Back in Class D. Cumston now up by a score of 9-3. to three, Giving the escape here at the start of the third period. In Class D for Sutton. Chandler Stone against Bryce Zimmerer. There's another two points for Cumston. You know, in Class B, there's a real nice matchup there with uh, Hines from Scott and Brandenburg from Scotus. Brandenburg's down 5-2, to two, 20 seconds left, but that's a, a tight duel and a tight match. Yeah, Scott's really had to wrestle today. Oh, there's a big, big fall. Doug Braden Cumston was ahead 11-3, to three, and McBride put him to his back and ended the match. Wow. That's big. Minute left in that match. And Cumston that will keep, was up big. That'll keep Burwell in it. Cumston has done that many times in his career. With him, the match is never over. That cuts it to 31-28 as they move to 138 pounds. Three matches to go, and of course, Amherst has to forfeit here, and Burwell will have the lead, 34-31, with two matches to go. Now, you do bring Trampy and Colton Berg out. I mean, you've got two of your best dudes. Both guys uh, uh, are two-time medalists. And they know that they're going to have to wrestle a full match, but they're yeah. not going to stop. After seeing that, they know that they've got to come out and battle the whole time. That's right. So Cumston had a, several opportunities to put that away, and credit McBride for battling through the whole match and hanging around, hanging around, and then getting the pin at the end. Chandler Stone of Sutton, a fourth-place medalist last week, is taking on Bryce Zimmerer of Creighton, and they have wrestled a scoreless first period. Zimmerer will take bottom in the second. Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island, Salvador Aguirre of Kearney, and they are scoreless with seven seconds to go in the first period. Guys, it's very possible that Amherst is going to win this duel off of the coaching moves that got done going through Burwell's murderer's row, what Herman did there. He did, and, you know, a couple of spots there looked like even though he made those moves, maybe it still wasn't going to work, but that's kind of what he had to do to get through it. And, you know, you might have thought, hey, I think we can get through it without making those moves, but looking back at it now, it's going to end up being huge. I think it'll be the huge. difference. Well, once again, Doug, Alicio Ramirez and Salvador Aguirre. These matches go this way with these two. We're into the second period, no score, and they're getting after it. Alicio Ramirez was down. He's worked his way out very well. Could get. He's, I think he'll get an escape. He may get the reversal here. He's trying to crack him down. He's going to get the escape. It. So one nothing. Your score over there, Carney and Grand Island. The score of the duel right now, fifteen to twelve in favor of Grand Island. Down here in the Class D match, Dawson Trampy leads Tim Hughes two to nothing. Now Hughes is gonna get the escape, make it two to one, 35 seconds to go in the first period. Burwell leading Amherst 34-31 with two, this and one more match to go. Yeah, Doug, that was a really good job. Trampy had a wing and he was running him over to his back and uh, Burwell Russell just sat up, just sat right to his butt and came to his feet, giving himself a chance. We had a tech point awarded down here to Chandler Stone. Bryce Zimmerer got an escape. It's 1-1 Zimmerer and Stone early in the second period. 1-20 left to go there. Got a three-point duel down there, too. It's getting tight. Yeah, that was always going to be a good duel. 
And I think Creighton is a matchup nightmare for Amherst. Creighton could be a tough, tough team for Amherst to beat the way they match up. Sometimes in a duel, it's, it's how you match up. That's, that's almost all it is in a lot of them. Well, so far here at the state duels, we have had Amherst win it every year in D. Omaha Scott win it all three years in B. We have had a different winner each and every year in Class A. And uh, one of those years, Grand Island was able to bring home uh, that title. Now, Trampy's trying to return him here. Hughes is wrestling tough. You know, Hughes is a freshman, 16 and 18. And he's very game here for the Longhorns. He is. You know what? You, you never know. These freshmen, I mean, they're not freshmen anymore. They've wrestled a full season. They get an opportunity uh, to do it for the team. And, and you never know what you're going to see in these duels. No, you're exactly right. They're going to go to the third period uh, in Class A. Alicio Ramirez is going to trail Salvador Aguirre. One to nothing, Ramirez goes down. And as you said, we've seen this story before. Many times. It's still 1-1 between Stone of Sutton and Ramirez of Creighton. They are neutral in the center of the mat with 15 seconds to go in the second period. And Dawson Trampy may be having a little more Hughes. work here than he would have figured against Hughes. Yeah, that was a long situation they just wrestled out of. Trampy was in on his shot pretty deep. It looked like... Hughes was just going to be doing a good job of preventing a score. Next thing you know, uh, he's looking to score himself. I guess he was in the down position there, wasn't he? But the thing is there, Coach, as you know, in that position with Trampy in on a leg, boy, that's a gas tank burner. It is. And he was there head a down, long time. Head down, arms above his head. He's going he's gonna to get some back points here on the tilt, though, from Trampy. Yeah, oh, weird. Amherst trapped the wrist that's, and got two back that points. That is. Jeez, they just do it as good as anybody. 4-1 in favor of Trampy here. Needing to get the last couple of wins just to advance. Amherst really in the whole three years and the two duels uh, so far, they've really just dominated them all. They've never really been close. Yeah, no, they're going to go into the, uh, I mean, we'll see. There's still a whole third period, but it's a three-point duel right now. This is a tough turn by Trampy. He's going to he get no back points out of it. Did not get any back points out of it. Time ran out. Split second earlier, he gets two out of that. I don't go down if I'm Burwell here. Trampy's going to take down. I would have taken top there and turned him. I think Trampy can turn him. Back over in Class A, we had another tech point. So Ramirez uh, tied it at one, and so Aguirre's just going to cut him and wrestle from his feet 2-1 instead of trying to wrestle it out 1-1. He's going to get the takedown on the edge of the mat. got locked hands. Oh, I can't believe they didn't see it. As soon as the uh, referee came around, he broke him. The assistant referee was right there. I think he should have saw that, but. Yeah, they were Joe, locked bigger than Dallas. And, and you saw him as soon as the official, as soon came as the around official, the corner. yeah, he hurried and let go. I think they're discussing it right now. I do think it was two takedown, which yeah. is what Coach Morrison was arguing the takedown, I think, or yeah, I discussing think. if it was a takedown or not. Yeah, it's just Trampy's, Trampy's down on map five. Not sure what happened, but he's got his hands on his head. Why is there a NSAA representative standing in the middle of the mat in well, class A? Because the two officials are discussing it, so you always want somebody in between the wrestlers, so something can't happen there. 
and if both officials, they're going to wave, wave off, off the, the takedown. Take okay, 46 seconds left. I'll be darned. That was it. That was different. Alicio Ramirez has got to get on an attack. Right now, he's standing and he's a target. He's pushing, pushing. See, this is no good for him. And on a shot, Carney oh, out, out, out of bounds. He ran out of bounds. Sharvey's telling him, too. We got room over here on the Class D mat. Sutton, Zimmerer, and Stone are still tied 1-1 with 47 seconds to go. And Stone on bottom needs to get out to take the lead. Trampy continues to lead Hughes 4-1 with three minutes to go. We've got a locked hand situation. It'll be 5-1 Trampy. And now Trampy with the reversal nearly took Hughes to his back. It'll be 7-1 once they get it all added up. Back yes. in Class A, still no takedown. Grand Island. Wow. Oh, throw by. Are they going to give him the takedown? No, Toes in. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. Got a wizard. Out of, He's out of bounds. Four seconds. Yeah, there's no way there. That is not a takedown. Ramirez did. A, he's doing a good job now. It looked like he was going to get called for stalling, but now he's actually pressuring in. Here's, here's one thing I'll say, and I am in no way beating up on any of these officials. They have a terribly tough job, but sometimes this a tournament, this tournament isn't officiated with the best guys because they all worked last week and they all don't want to work another one. And they're so, going to give the takedown to Carney, and now Joey Morrison wants to talk. So they took it away from Carney earlier when it looked like a takedown. This oh didn't my. look so much that like a takedown, take and they down. awarded it. He didn't even have both legs. He no. only had one leg and a wizard. Holy I moly. Think they, I think they reversed it to the wrong call the first time, and then they reversed it to the wrong call the second time. No question. He did have two the first time. Yes, I, I agree. This time, not even close. Chandler oh, Stone close, does get but... the escape here for Sutton, and he's going to win the match over Zimmerer. So Stone, a 2-1 winner at the buzzer here. Sutton's up 30-24 to with three matches to go. And Dawson Trampy will get a major decision here for Amherst. He'll win it by a score of 9-1. to And in Class A, it's all over. Aguirre is going to be awarded the 3-2 victory over Ramirez to tie the duel at 15. So are you shocked, Doug, that that match went like that? <laughs> Those two kids. Well, yeah, we've seen 1-1 overtime over. Nobody can get yeah, a takedown. That's right. There's some great action there. A little bit disappointing on, on uh, you know, how that how that scored out. But uh, it's great for Carney. Yes, not no saying question. I'm not disappointed about that. I'm just saying it. Yeah, no, I'm you not like sure that that, that done a little Not different. sure that was right. And Coach Morrison's still upset. Well, we'll see how close it gets here at the end. That's a six-point swing. Three instead of Grand Island getting the three. Carney got the three. But, folks, let's, let's pay attention to what's going on down here at 152. Colton Burke of Amherst should not have problems with Ryan Da of Burwell. But you want all the girls tonight? You want the trip home? You want the parade? Ryan Da can make his moment right here if he can somehow pull the upset because Burwell would go to the dual finals and be the first team to beat Amherst here. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you, if there's one guy on the planet I want to close it out for me, Colton Burke is the guy. And he got I, the trick down early, 2-0. I think they've got the right guy out there for Amherst to yeah. finish this if thing If he gets off. a hold of your wrist, you're just going to start seeing the ceiling because he is a tilt machine. And his hands are strong. Armando Oshner will take the mat here for Sutton against Kurt Wortman. 11-7 for Creighton, and Creighton probably needs the win here. They've got uh, three matches to go. They don't need it, but this is kind of a toss-up down there. Oshner did make it to state last week. 
but went 0-2. Philip Moomy has the takedown for Carney High over Emerson Urbina of Grand Island. Yeah, that 106-pound match looks like it was a lightning bolt for that bench for Carney, and that's the last thing these next guys needed was a little more energy because they're good. Yeah, Moomy, Moomy's just real tough, real tough kid. Been around, only a freshman, but he's... Yeah, there's your wrist tilt. I don't Doug. see him walking. Yep, there's the fall. Moomy gets say, the I don't pin. see him walking off the mat without a fall here, but and he got it. Colton Burke starting to run the tilts. He's up. It's going to be four to nothing when they award the two there. Four to nothing, and he's just tilting the heck out of him. Carney now up over Grand Island, 21 to 15, as they go to the 120-pound match. Again, we started at 160, so 152 is what will bring it home. Still got the James boys to send out there for Carney High. But you still got Blake Cohen and some big dogs for Grand Island. Yeah, Loughlin. Colton uh, Burke trying to get the pin down here for Amherst. Runs out of time at the end of the first period. Yeah, he goes one takedown, and then he gets two different two-point near falls. Up 6-0 here with the Broncos clinging to a one-point lead in the last match of the duel. Dawes not going to lay down for him, though. No way. That's for sure. Like Doug said, you can be the hero. In the Class A match, Colton Sliva of Grand Island, Jordan Bober of Kearney underway in the first period. And Bober in on the single, but they're off the edge of the mat. And we'll get a restart on the potentially dangerous. Burke currently leads 6-0 in the match with Dov Burwell. A minute 30 to go in the second period. And in the Creighton match with Sutton, it is now 4-0. Wartman of Creighton leading Oster of Sutton with a minute 30 to go in the second period. Colton Burke getting ready to send Amherst into the finals. He just ran a chicken wing and ran Daw straight over. On his back, count is made. Can't finish the stick. It'll be 9-0 in favor of Colton Burke. Some of the other scores. Millard South and Columbus, it's a one-point duel, and they've got a match that's going into overtime at 126 pounds. It is no, Blattsmith leading Bennington 32-12. Scott leading Scotus 36-24 with two matches to go. Yeah, look at this. I mean, this, this Columbus deal... They're up 25-21 yes. now, going at 132. And, guys, there was a match earlier. I didn't break in and say anything, but Columbus lost a match by two earlier in this duel where they've got the kid, the Millard South wrestler, on his back the entire third period. Couldn't get him pinned, and they lost the match by two. He was down. That is the difference here. That's a nine-point swing, getting six versus Millard South getting three. It is David City leading Battle Creek 47-18 with two matches to go. Valentine 45-16 over North Bend. So we'll get your David City-Valentine matchup. Uh, the Valentine duel, two matches to go as well. Sutton 30, Creighton 24, they're at 138. Amherst 35, Burwell 34. But Colton Burke is up 9-0 over Ryan Daw in the final match, and he's got him turned again. Yeah, he's just trying to end this thing. There it he is. Just got it. Amherst is your first finalist of the year, Doug. Doing it the way they've had to do it all year. Got third in a tournament even this year. I mean, they've had to scrap and claw the whole way. And so with the pin, that'll make the final score 41-234 in favor of Amherst. This is interesting on Matt Six. The officials have called in Todd Parr 
who is kind of a director of officials. I don't know if they're throwing somebody out. You don't see that very often, Matt. No, you don't. I mean, they, but it gets kind of heated in these duels. You know, there's yes. everybody's everybody is, is hanging on every single match. It's yeah. not just you have a chance to cool off or anything like that. As things build, uh, it's still the same team out there hammering away the next match. And so I things, think the head coach is made, I think the head coach is getting escorted out. He's escorting the coach for Creighton out right now. Oh, you hate to see that. Creighton trailing in this duel 30-24, to 24, but they are leading in this match with Kurt Wortman 4 to nothing with 20 seconds to go. Oh, boy. So is that for the day? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get asked to leave uh, and you can't go sit in the stands, you'll have to go sit in the van. Back over in Class A, Jordan Bober of Kearney has the 2-1 to one lead over Col Colton Sliva of Grand Island. 52 seconds to go in the second period. Sliva on bottom, needing the escape to get the tie here. Not only is that for the day, Doug, but that will be for his he'll, first. He'll, his, miss, he'll miss the first invite of the year next yeah. year. First event, a duel. Yeah, well, so they need to get a duel scheduled yep. right away for the first deal because he will not be able to coach them in day one next year. Yeah, you, you, you hate to see that. Uh, like I said, you don't get a break. You're down there. Things get amped up. Yep. This is a close duel. Well, and it's it's to get in for a championship, and I think Creighton has a chance to win that championship against Amherst. Does he get to be in the picture? If they take it in take the band, it outside. If you take it outside, you sure can. But once the meet is officially over, when no. is the, when is the meet officially yeah. over? Yeah. We will we will have to see how this affects Creighton if they end up yeah. winning this duel. How this affects them moving forward? Yeah, it no, could either, Doug, he can't come either, back in the venue. It could either spark them up. It's a little yes. different than a technical in basketball. I mean, it's a. Uh, the other thing I will say, too, though, sometimes wrestling is a little different. In football, your head coach goes, or basketball, or something like that. It can be a disaster. Wrestling, uh, your head coach is important, but most generally you've got guys in the chair. If old Matt got booted, can he be able to handle things? They, they know what's going on. Back down at Class A, we're headed to the third period, and Bober rode out Sliva the entire second period, so now... Bober will be on bottom with his choice of the third, and Jordan Bober of Kearney leads Colton Sliva of Grand Island 2-1. to 21-15, Kearney leads the duel over Grand Island at 120. Still have to get all the way to 152. And Creighton is going to get the win down here at 138 pounds as Workman is up 7-0 with 30 seconds to go. But again, 3 versus 4 versus 6. He is going to get the two-point near fall, so now it's a major 9-0. But they could sure use the six to tie it. It'll be four, and they'll be down by two, Creighton will, 30 to 28. Yeah, and Sliva and Bober are in a war over here. It's two to one. Bober, they've gone to the third period. Bober's on the bottom. Sliva's on top. Sliva's running a tough spiral ride way out front, definitely putting himself at risk. And Oshner now has been beaten by Wortman of Creighton, nine to nothing. It is 30 to 28. Sutton with two matches to wrestle. And they want to see who Creighton is going to send out. James Grease will be one of them for Sutton. He was a state play, a state to qualifier, although he went 0-2 last week. Look at Gruber. He's trying to figure out the order yep, right now. He is. 
Yeah, two-point duel. This is big. To get into the, and that, you know, a duel is a duel, but boy, this baby's to get into the finals. Bober does get the escape for Carney. He leads it 3-1 with a minute to go in the match over Sliva of Grand Island. Colton needs to find a way to get the takedown. They break contact. 40 seconds to go. Yeah, Doug, and in that Amherst duel, it ended up 41-34, so it ended up seven points. The shuffling there did work for them. The overtime win, think about that. The overtime win there, how that worked. And uh, uh, Bogard not getting pinned. A lot of things fell into place for them there. Yeah, they went. You know, they had that, you know, Cumpson ended up, they were able to sustain, yeah. uh, withstand that, losing that yep. match. Yeah, if they don't win an overtime, take three from Amherst, give three to Burwell, and if uh, Bogard would have got turned like he did last week. So there, it's just such little things that these things hinge on. It's a total team effort. And it will be Bober for Carney picking up the win. Looks like the final score will be 3-1, to one, and Carney now leads 24-15 to 15 in the duel as they head to 126 pounds. Still have not seen anything happen down here on the Class D mat. Gentlemen, if the coach got th thrown out, wouldn't that be a team point? Well, yeah, my guess I is... I would think... Yeah, they probably already they're adjusted trying to the figure, score. Maybe they're trying to figure that out. They have not adjusted the score. Okay. Because it was 30 to 24 before that. Yeah, okay. And they got so the while major. all this is going on, what do you think, boys? Let's take a break. We'll come back, catch everybody up on what's going on at the state dual tournament here at UNK on KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, Franklin, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Danny? Danny, where are you? An abducted child is everyone's child. To receive free Amber Alerts on your cell phone, go to wirelessamberalerts.org. A child is calling for help. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Along with Larry Baker, Carney Catholic coach, Hall of Famer Matt Rogers, I'm Doug Duda back at the UNK Health and Sports Center. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, including Nebraska Land National Bank. We're heading into the home stretch of the state dual semifinals here on Classic Hits. Amherst has already advanced to the finals, and it looks like in that melee, Larry, of the coach dismissal, three points were taken away from Creighton, and that is crucial. Instead of 30-28, to 28, it's 30-25. to 25. I expected one. I didn't expect three. Well, the thing is, you get one. They give him one because that's kind of an essential warning, but you're second, you're out. Then what happened once they threw him out, he probably then got upset for being thrown out maybe. I don't know. But something clearly was there. You don't have, uh, like, the director of officials or whatever start talking to an official unless there is something, and then we saw him walk him out. 
Back over in the Class A match, it is now Grand Island Skyler Schmidt against Gabe Crocker of Kearney. Schmidt is going to get a takedown here in the first period and go up 2-0. Here's the only thing I'm going to say. I don't know about, well, maybe it's easier for you because you are the administration, Matt. But I don't, I don't know how I would do that. Go into Mrs. Holcomb and say, Mrs. Otero, okay, I just need you to know, I sat in the van. You know, I, I'm, I think it'd probably be worse going home. Oh, it'd be terrible. walking into the kitchen with my wife oh, there mine on that one. That'd me. be rough. And you know what? It's hard telling how this is going to end up. We'll know here in a little bit. But those Such points there, I tell you what, it'd just make you sick if you, yeah. if you were uh, responsible for giving up basically a whole entire win yes. for one of your wrestlers. Well, we go back over to a Class A. Skyler Schmidt, the escape and takedown here to start the second period. Schmidt leads Crocker by a score of five to nothing. Another Wortman on the match here for Creighton. Brady Wortman against James Grease. Creighton and Sutton are tied 2-2, and now Grease is going to get the reversal. He's up 4-2 to start the second period. Yeah, and this is a big match. Grease, he's working. He's got that ball and chain kind of hooked in there. Needs to get his elbow. Oh, he's going to try and roll through with it. Pretty dangerous. He's going to come yes, out. Yes, it is. Maybe a Peterson by Workman. And Workman gets the reversal. That'll tie it up here. 4-4, a minute 10 to go in the second period. Grease still leads Crocker. David City in Class C taking care of Battle Creek. The final match going on there, 47-24. North Bend and Valentine, their final match. Valentine leads at 49-16. He's got Crocker hooked up in a cradle. Got the pin. That's wow. big. Grand Island needed that uh, right there to pull him, get him back in the thing. That happened quick. Yes. So still some work to do. Four matches to go in Kearney Grand Island, and it's now 24-21. to Kearney with the lead. Boy, but how do you beat? We got the James boys. Yeah, yep. how do you beat James? Well, one way you do it is you send this guy out. He's not bad. Blake Cohn, Grand Island, still got some weapons to use on their own. Down here in Class D, it is still 4-4 four to four between Wartman of Creighton and Grease of Sutton, and that's the way it's going to remain going into the third period. Now, this could be a heck of a match here, Kuda and James. Kuda's a fighter. He's, he's you know lost plenty of matches this year, but he's a tough, tough fighter. Nick James, the outstanding. Comes out with a quick takedown. Getting right after it. Yeah. Nick's not really one to hold it back. No, he's never going to come. If you're a coach, he's never going to come see you with any bullets left in his gun. <laughs> He'll fire them all. Nick James got third. Zach Kuda won and two last week at the state tournament. Don't forget, we've also got Carney High basketball coming up at 5 o'clock as they begin the A7 districts on ESPN 1460 as they try to continue on through state. Yeah, and David City and I think, yep, Valentine, we're going to be able to see them head-to-head -head here. Looking forward to that yeah, one, Yeah, me Larry. too. Really looking forward to that. They wrestled a couple of weeks ago uh, down at Devaney Center uh, before a Husker duel. David City got them. Uh, Valentine, of course, you know, we, we know, we already talked about what happened last week, and so I'm just interested to see how that plays out. But it is, it is interesting. You know, in Class D, we had... Number one and number two from a week ago here in the semi. 
you're going to get number one and number two from a week ago uh, uh, in Class B, I believe, yep. and Class C, and there's a really good chance you're going to see it in Class A. Yep, Scott just walked away with the victory there over over Scotus, 40 to 27. That one wrapped up. Looks like Plattsmouth is going to take care of business, and that's going to be a great duel. That will be a great duel. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Two to zero here. Nick James leads Jack Cuda, or Zach Cuda, excuse me. Brady Wardman has now taken a 7-4 lead over Greece of Sutton in the third period. We got a little blood time stoppage there. So we're starting to put them together here. Again, Class A, wrestling the longest out there. Over in Class B, we still have, uh, after Omaha, Scott picks up the win. Bennington and Plattsmouth and Plattsmouth, 32-15 to 15 with four matches. This is the one of the four on the uh, mat right now, and it's a 10-1 lead for Bennington. So they're going to inch a little closer here. They'll make it 32-19 to 19 if nothing changes. James Warren for a potentially dangerous here, leading Zach Kuda of Grand Island by a score of two to nothing. Some officials just don't like that. We call that a telephone. Um, some guys panic a little bit, but honestly, I don't see. I did not see where that was uh, putting any undue pressure on his knee in the, in the wrong direction. Anyway, right. definitely putting pressure on on Kuda, but. Blown for potentially dangerous. 18 seconds left. He's had a great ride here. He needs to finish this ride yes. out here. He's very aggressive. I, I would anticipate Nick James would finish the ride. Solid returns right into that spiral half. Just tight like a leech. Not allowing Kuda any, any, um, any distance or space. Nope. And that was huge because he, he has spent a lot of energy up there on top. I think Nick's got a lot to burn. But uh, he spent a lot of energy. You give up that, that escape right there, then it's 2-1 to one all of a sudden. You just worked your tail off for, for a one-point lead. That's but now right. he's up two, going to take bottom. Grease for Sutton, needing to make something happen. Took his shot, got turned, and another two points given up. So now it's 9-6. to six. Grease cha uh, trails Wortman of Creighton with just 15 seconds to go. And Creighton. Grease is just going to, he says, I'm staying off my back. Yep, gonna belly out and let the last match decide this. The score will be Sutton 30, Creighton 28, which ironically was exactly the score at the end of the last match until the penalty points were deducted. And so, as you said, comes down to the last match here. And you know what? Depending unless something weird happens here, it was gonna come down to the last match anyway. It, it would have, it would have. Yeah, but the... I mean, I, I guess you're right. It but would have been 31-30 or 30-28, no matter how you, you score it. it. You yep. had to win it. Yeah. Yep. So maybe that's a good point. Maybe somebody else lost a point. Yeah. That's somewhere. Right. Well, something that's crazy there. happens here. Which we've had a little bit of crazy already. So he doesn't have one. They don't have a Sutton doesn't have one. Creighton's gonna win. Sutton doesn't have one. Holy moly! Did you see poor Burberry just looked up and said, "I don't have one." I mean, just. Yep. completely capitulated when he said it. I don't have one. And Creighton will advance on to face Amherst for the Class D championship with a 34-30 win. Guys, that will be a great duel. Creighton is a disaster matchup for Amherst. Amherst will have to wrestle well there. They're going to need all the bonus points where they should get them and, and not give up anywhere 
So Sutton will battle Burwell in the consolation match. And again, remember the third and fifth, third place and fifth place matches will all take place at 5 o'clock. And we will give you updates during that two hours and be back at 7 with the championship match. Nick James of Kearney, Kuda battling tough. It's still 2 to nothing, and Kuda has ridden him out the entire second period. We're down to 15 seconds. That's why I say I, I'm very impressed. You know, Kuda's a sophomore, 24 and 17. I've seen him wrestle three, four times this year, and uh, he hasn't done anything to just wow you, but he's a tough kid. Yeah, I, I tell you what, if you're going to ride Nick James for two minutes, that's pretty darn tough. There is still four seconds here. And Doesn't Nick James is the kind of kid that can score he's there, isn't he? scoring four seconds. Yeah, that's right. With Kuda, I don't think. I mean, he's got himself in a spot where he wants to be, that's for sure. And we will go to the third period. It'll be Kuda's choice, and even if he takes bottom, he's going to need more than one. He's down 2-0. And he gave up the takedown and just got ridden like a trail horse earlier too, Matt, so he's got to get going. The tough thing is here is scoring on your feet against Nick James is so hard. You can get out. Yeah. Nick, Nick needs to just make sure that he's given up one and no, no reversals here. Right. It's over in Class A. Despite winning the last match, Columbus is going to come up short. Millard South will win it 39-31. Oh. Nick's got a cradle on him. Looks like he got two back points. That's huge right there, 4-0 yep. now. A Nick James four-point lead could at many times could be as many as 400 is what it would seem like. He's so uh, technically sound, and especially saying that for a freshman. Well, despite who, who Columbus is going to have a good battle in the third place, either Grand Island, who they opened the season with, they would end the season with, or Carney, uh, who is a, of course, conference member. Surprised they don't let Columbus bring the bell along. Huh. Bring the bell. Where's the robes? They haven't brought the robes I out seen yet. The robes. robes might be out for the last match of the year. Oh, God, I hope Unless, not. They, unless they specialize <laughs> that. Listen, you former Islander. Oh, you know. Man. Hey, we used to beat on them back then, but that before that, they were so good. I told that story earlier today, and it really was an interesting one. You know, they'd won all those state championships in a row. They were amazing. And then they kind of went on a little slide. And I remember going to the Devaney. It was in the 80s at some point, and they had a really good team, and I think they won it. But they had a big banner hung up, and it was Columbus Wrestling, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it was, when, that was a, when that was a big deal. I've never forgot that about Columbus. Those were always great. We co we competed against them in junior high, you know, in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference and uh, all of that kind of stuff. So we've competed against Columbus my whole uh, athletic career. James continuing to ride hard here for Carney, leading Zach Kuda 4-0, but has not been able to turn him. It's the kind of performance you expect out of Nick James. Yeah, solid, never really in trouble with anything. He's probably going to wish that he had got bonus points, but I think Coach is probably going to be happy with the victory here. Tell you, tell you what, I've been very impressed. You know, I've seen him both several times. But, oh, oh he's got him on his back. Wow, that was wicked. Yes. That double chicken wing just whipped him over, knee in front, whipped him right over the top. Yeah, he's going to win 6-0. But I've been really impressed. You talk about some of these communities that we say, you know, good wrestling here and there and what. And, I was really impressed with Carney wrestling this year as a whole. I thought the Bearcats clearly put together a state runner-up finish. The Stars, again, through the year, I was able to see them three different times. And I thought you guys, Matt, have, have done just a tremendous job having the Stars somewhere in that conversation in Omaha every year. So wrestling 
very, very healthy in the, in, in the city of Kearney. Yeah, it's a great, great community for wrestling. Of course, UNK, I think just a lot of that just filters down and out through there. Um, people are committed. The kids here work really hard. They see kids at Kearney. Our guys see the Kearney High kids doing well. Uh, the Kearney High kids see our kids doing well. I mean, it's 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 uh it's fun. I, these guys, though, they work so hard. Yes. I mean, they just work hard. They they have high expectations, and I think, you know, in other places it might be, hey, we've either got the studs or we don't. And and if you can get the whole team to work hard, that's that's when it gets fun. Absolutely. Get some depth and get just get everybody believing and, well, and on, you, on board. You see a kid like Feldner for you who just had, I mean, clearly had a great career, but was one of those tough kids that, you know, when you saw him as a freshman or sophomore, you thought he might be yeah, okay. Be pretty good, yeah. Yeah, good luck beating him this year. Yeah, yeah, he's solid, you know. Gee whiz. But that, again, that's just a testament to his uh, character and and his willingness to sacrifice and, and do the work and, you know, just a great kid. Um just happy to have a lot of guys like that. We're down to two duels here. Our state wrestling coverage brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. And it's been uh, Ashton Arents going against a freshman. The Grand Island has put Aiden Williams out there. And Arents has taken him down three times and cut him three times here in the first period. And it's already 6-3, to three, still 45 seconds to go. Not over down here for Bennington. Bennington has scored 10 in a row against Plattsmouth. There are two mats to go. Zach Prawl, the 39-5 senior for Plattsmouth against the 41-13 sophomore Logan McDonald of Bennington. And Prawl gets the early takedown, and he'll have a 2-0 lead and choose bottom to go into the second period. But if McDonald can some, somehow find a way here, they'll go to 152. Yeah, that's exactly right. In Class A, as you said, Ashton Aarons, we saw this in the quarterfinals today. He just was an absolute hammer on his feet, Doug. It's where he wanted to stay. He just got his fourth takedown, now 8-3, to three, all in the first period. Four takedowns in a period is a big deal. Here's where we're at right now in Class A. Millard South has advanced on, trying to defend their dual championship. Coming off the team championship last week, they'll get the Kearney Grand Island winner at 7 o'clock here on Classic Hits. Columbus will wrestle the Kearney Grand Island loser for third. Omaha Burke and Millard West will wrestle for fifth in Class B. It was Scott over SCOTUS, 40-27. to 27. They'll get the Bennington-Plattsmouth winner, and the loser of that will take on SCOTUS. Adams Central and Gretna will be wrestling for the fifth-place uh, medal coming up here at 5 o'clock. In Class C, David City beat Battle Creek, 47-27. They'll get Valentine, who dominated North Bend, 52-16. to 16. So they'll be in the finals, and they know each other, as Coach said, who wrestled earlier this month at the Nebraska before the Husker duel. Battle Creek and North Bend for third. They know each other. Central City and Aquinas, they're in the same geographical area, not right next door to each other, but know a little bit about, little bit of, little bit about each other. They will go at five. And in Class D, Amherst was able to take care of Burwell. It was a tussle, 41-34. They'll take on Creighton, who knocked off Sutton. Creighton comes in as the sixth seed. I'd have to look back. I think that might be the highest seed to ever advance on to the finals. You see an upset, but rarely do you see somebody come from that far back. So Amherst and Creighton will be in the finals. Burwell and Sutton for third. Sutherland and Elkhorn Valley will wrestle for fifth. And we'll take a break and wrap up the semifinals. we still got a couple of matches to go right after this. 
As a dad, you probably taught your son how to hit a baseball. But have you taught him what not to hit? Teach him early that all violence against women is wrong. For tips, visit endabuse.org, brought to you by the Family Violence Prevention Fund, the Waite Institute for Violence Prevention, and Ad Council. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. For all your custom slaughter and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats is proud of our youth and all their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. With our producer-engineer Stacy Johns, Larry Baker, Matt Rogers, I'm Doug Duda at the UNK Health and Sports Center. Glad you're with us for our continuing coverage of the state high school duels for the fourth consecutive year, bringing you more coverage than any other radio outlet in the state. That's why I have to go find great help like Larry Baker, Matt Rogers, Frank Cuchero was with us for the quarterfinals. Bill Lentz is here in the bullpen warming up in case we need him. And I want to thank all the folks that have helped us with our wrestling coverage on air and with the sponsorship and, of course, the ADs and coaches uh, that make it all possible. And back here to uh, what we've got going on, Ashton Aarons of Kearney has a 14-5 lead over Aiden Williams of Grand Island. Uh, early in the third period, two more. Aarons is up 16-5, lets him go 16-6. We're still wrestling in the Bennington-Plattsmouth match, but it looks like Plattsmouth is going to take care of business here with Zach Prawl and solidify the final for Plattsmouth. You know, Doug, I think, that, you know, the Kearney and Grand Island duel is still, it's not over. But I'm excited to watch these championship duels because I, I tell you what, I know Creighton was not, they didn't finish second at state, but I know when they went into state, they thought they had a chance of being right in there. I'm excited to see all these number twos from last week coming in. I, you know, I think they all have a shot. That's going to be exciting to see tonight. Plattsmouth will take on Scott, David City, Valentine, and uh, then Millard South against either Kearney or Grand Island. 17-6, Ashton Aarons, but has not even, really hasn't come close to putting Williams on his back, but he might do it here. Doug, in the West Regional, we know the Division II West Regional, the Lopers are wrestling today. They, uh, the tournament's basically over, just a little bit left, only one uh, Loper left to wrestle. They're going to win the regional. They're going to have three champions, DeShazer, McCauley, and Aguirre. All are going to win championships. Maybe somewhat of a upset. Romero Cotton was pinned in the finals, uh, so that's kind of a big deal. It, right now, they've got eight qualified. The heavyweight is out, but at 184 pounds, uh, Stodden is going to – he has to wrestle a true fourth match. And if he wins to get true four, they're going to qualify nine. So they've got eight in. He has to win his true fourth. He got beat by for third and fourth, uh, so he's going to have to wrestle a true fourth-place match. It's went to a tech fall down here for Carney. That's five points in the team race for Ashton Aarons over Aiden Williams. 22-6 to is going to be the final score, and we move on to 100. 
and 45 pounds. You know, Larry, back on that UNK there, nine qualifiers is huge. Huge. I think that would be the deal. You know, there's, I think Division II's kind of muddled this year at the top. You get eight, nine guys. Now you just put yourself in a spot. What you hope is because it's drawn in the way the high school tournament's drawn in, Division Two is, you wonder what that did to Romero Cotton. Hey, I tell you what. Of course, we haven't, we don't really have a history of seeing what happens after Romero Cotton gets pinned, but I'd have to imagine that that it's not going to be. Uh, I think that it'll be a motivator for him. I mean, knowing him, uh, I don't see that as a absolute setback and maybe a nice little wake up call. Good. They just uh, called an illegal slam on Carney. They Park. just called an illegal slam on Carney. Now this could be a big deal. That's on law with Logland. Parker Park. James of Carney and Tyler Longland of Grand Island. That'd be 27-32 if he can't continue. It'd be the score going to 52. He hasn't moved much yet, Larry. You know he he's a tough kid, Doug. Remember in the duel, he's coming over to his back. He was hurt terribly in the duel. Used all of the injury time. Ended up wrestling it out tougher than heck finished the match, and then all of a sudden, Doug and I see him laying over there with the neck brace on. Remember that? That's right. He is a tough kid, but it was called an illegal slam. Not quite the same situation here when you're talking about a state title possibly no on the line. Of course, Chris Doty um, wrestled earlier, bumped up at 160, so if we do get to 52, it would be Blake Cohn of Grand Island. Probably what happens is if Carney wins this match, they just say to heck with it. Be my guess. Right. They wouldn't wrestle that match. But at 52. Although that would be a good one. Oh. Cohen and Bigelow would be wrestling. And we have. Uh, I will tell you this. Joey Morrison is a stand-up guy. Really, right. really good guy. All-American, of course, at Kearney State champion at Lincoln East. He, he is not the kind of human being that would tell his guy to lay there, I promise you. No. He wouldn't. He's still laying on his back. Yeah, it looks like there's moved. about 15 seconds of recovery time going. They haven't. He hasn't moved a muscle. I mean, they rolled him over. I don't. But but what I mean is like there's been no. It doesn't look to me like he's going to be able to continue. And injury time has come and gone. So now I you got to go over and ask him. Can he continue? If he can't meet. I don't think so. Nope, I don't either. It didn't take the official long to look over there. The one thing I will say is we haven't seen the leg bands come off, and that usually is the first sign is they'll come over and tell you the headgear's off of Logland. Joey Morrison's holding, holding on to his headgear right now. They're bringing him up, sitting him up. They've got 30 more seconds on there. It's down to 25. Because yeah, I think for that recovery time, it's it's a two-minute recovery time, and I think that they started out with a minute and a half. I'll bet they started it on injury time. I'll bet so. It's like Plattsmouth's icing it right now. It's iced. Yeah, it's, they're up 35-25 over Bennington with the last match here. And Plattsmouth also with Cole Gray leading James Hunt leads at 6-1. to one. So it's kind of quieted down here. KKPR-FM, Carney, 
Hastings, Sutton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I do not foresee this match for Carney and Grand Island continuing. Nope, so it's nope. going to go to 52, and that thing is going to be a war. They're waving somebody over. It's Les Aguilar, I think. Is that who that is at that table, waving his arm? Maybe not. The Lopers did back That's then. That's big Ray Rodriguez, I think. Oh, yeah. There. They scored 144 points today to California Baptist, 111, and then Western was 87. So they just rolled into that that's, place and let them have it. That's a ton of points in college meet. Well, we do have Especially a break here. We've got a break with the injury. We've got a break with the uh, blood time over in B. Now the coaches are coming together, Carney and Grand Island. We'll take a break. We'll let you know what they decide when we come back. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Go see Carl and the gang at Stadler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Best of luck, wrestlers. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. The leader in online banking, with online bill paying and 24-hour banking at your fingertips. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. Well, the coaches come together, and I guess one thing this is going to tell you, Carney and Grand Island is a heck of a rivalry, but it's not a dirty rivalry, or else we would have just seen a different result here. What has happened is the wrestlers came back. The time was at the very uh, beginning of the period, so they just blew the time they stopped it, and basically Grand Island forfeited to Kearney. I will tell you this, and, and, and this has, I mean, I get it. And, and, of course, those coaches, they're all lopers. You know, they all wrestled with and for each other. I, I get all that. I 1,000% disagree with that, and here's why I do. If somebody makes a three-pointer and somebody goes over, no, really, my foot was on the line, that's not the deal. The call was the call, and you have to let it go. You are wrestling for a state championship and everybody involved. You follow me? Like, I, I'm not saying what got done here was dirty pool. I'm just saying I wouldn't. The call was the call. No coach made the call. It, it's, a, it's a classy move by, by Joey Morrison. At the same time, time was up. He wasn't able to continue. Um, yeah, that's a... It's an unusual a, situation, and instead of taking the points, which Grand Island could have, um, and maybe Grand Island said, yeah, I mean, what we're saying here is Grand Island saying, well, it probably wasn't an illegal throw, but he did get thrown down hard, so what happened is Longland could not continue. Guys, and you've got Higdon and these guys talking. I mean, I'm not, no, and they're laughing, so maybe not, but, but I'm telling you, I've been told, and I'm sure maybe you have too, in rules meetings at the state before, that we do not do stop and starts. I'm not sure It's a about liability it. train wreck. Oh, yeah. If, if he's saying, I can't continue, and you allow it to start. So Cohen, Blake Cohen, will wrestle Bigelow, and they will go ahead and wrestle it out. Carney has clinched the duel 38-21, to 21, so Carney will be taking on Millard South at 7 o'clock. That's when we return here on Classic Hits. We'll keep you up to date on the third and fifth place matches with updates in the 5 and 6 o'clock hour. And we are... 
slowly finishing up these last two uh, duels. We've had a lot of these done for quite some time, but Bennington, Plattsmith, and Grand Island Kearney have finally got to 152 pounds. We've got a takedown for Cohen and escape for Bigelow, and they'll go out of bounds with 24 seconds to go in the first period. So sizing up the finals, I think, guys, we can almost do post-game right now uh, because we've got the time to do it. Sizing up the finals, Carney, Millard South, Class A. Uh, Larry, I'll let you start there. Uh, I, I still think I know that, that, that there, there were some that thought Carney would have a chance in that duel. I think Millard South is the class of Class A, and I think that's going to be an awful tough matchup. Carney would have to wrestle above themselves and maybe get some bonus in a spot that they didn't, and you got to keep dudes like um, uh, their two state champs from turning you. I think that those guys. I think that Carney has a, a solid team. I don't know if they've got the ex enough guys that are explosive enough to score those big points to pull off those upsets. But one thing you know for sure is they're going to show up in battle. No doubt. Class B: Omaha Scut and Plattsmouth. Omaha Scut, the closest of all of their state championships, was last Saturday. Uh, Bailey Vanderpool, huge favorite, needed to win in the very last match of Saturday. And he did to beat Plattsmouth, who had an amazing Saturday morning and, and state finals, but uh, got clipped at the end. Is there any chance Plattsmouth can do with Omaha Scott? It kind of sounds like the same deal with the big bonus points. Yeah, I don't know. I think Plattsmouth's got a legit shot. Scott's got some holes in that lineup. They're a great tournament team because they're going to score championships. Plattsmouth's legit tough, guys. Plattsmouth has um, uh, a bunch of medalists in that thing. They bring eight medalists and two champs into that duel. I think Plattsmouth wants it too. Yes, I, I do. I'm not saying that they win, but it, it's not a. It, this is not. It's. I think it's more or less a toss-up duel. Yeah, I. I think they'll win the duel. And of course, Scott uh, just hasn't been in a lot of duels this year. Uh, they're not a dual team. They. They have been in five of them all year long coming into today. Class C, it's what we wanted to see. It's what Valentine wanted to see, Valentine David City. Well, and I think Coach said it earlier, Coach Rogers did. I know Valentine stumbled last week terrible, but David City won that tournament. De again, there is just a lineup with no holes in it. They're, they're, uh, David City is real tough. But I got to think Valentine had a whale of a week of practice. I'm not so sure on David City's end. You know, they, they just mopped up down at State. They've got a lot of seniors there. You know, who knows what kind of week of practice they had. Valentine's going to come in hungry. Again, uh, like you said, though, David City's rock solid. But they ended up closer the last time they dueled than I thought they would. Yes. So I would, wouldn't be surprised on that one either. Gray will get a tech fall here for Plattsmouth, and they will officially beat Bennington 40-25. to They'll take on Scott. Bennington will take on Scotus for third place. And then... Finally, Class D, Larry, we've already kind of heard your thoughts. You think Creighton uh, has a chance to be competitive, uh, but it will be no matter what to knock the uh, monster off the mountain. Ten straight trophies for Amherst, uh, seven in a row in Omaha, three in a row here in Kearney. Amherst is going to have to wrestle really well. Amherst, I think Coach said it as well, Amherst big guns at the top of that lineup, they're going to have to get bonus, Doug, because Creighton is good enough all over that lineup they are a matchup nightmare for Amherst, and I think uh, I, I do think we have two teams here that have never lost a duel at this event, and I think in the finals tonight both probably lose. I think Amherst, uh, yeah, they can't slip up. That's they're gonna, right. They're going to have to win the matches that they're supposed to and win them, win them big. 
And they can't have a they can't have a duel like they just had. That's right. And make no mistake about it. Everybody knows I'm a giant uh, Amherst homer. I clearly want to be wrong, but I I, I think in a, a duel's different than a tournament. And and in this deal, Creighton also, as we talk about hungry, Creighton really fell down last week. I mean, they had some dudes with two losses didn't get a medal. Yep. Well, Creighton. Uh taking on Amherst uh, in the uh, dual championships. Uh, Amherst uh, has not lost a whole lot of duels this year. They did lose to Wilbur Claytoni at the very beginning, but then Aurora and Columbus Scotus, who are outstanding teams, we'll see how it plays out here. They really haven't tangled with some of the great ones. They've, played, they've, they've dueled some upper-class teams, so it's not as easy to tell this year. By the way, Blake Cohn leading Trevor Bigelow 5-1. to one. Not a whole lot has happened in this match. Cohn's going to get the victory. Matt, this may be the, the only time that they would use it as a rallying cry, but let's remember, whatever happens, it's the end for Tyler Herman. He has stepped down. We've been talking about it the last couple of right. weeks. This is actually it. This isn't the final final down there with Klingelhofer. This is it. This is the last duel. This is the last match, and it could come down to the last match. You know, that's a good point, and, and I really hadn't considered that, but you know, you know those kids are going to come out and battle for Coach Herman, and, you know, that's a great point. Yeah, one of the things that I saw, Matt, right at the end of that duel, and Amherst did not wrestle very well there um, against Burwell immediately, and you don't see that very often out of them. He got them all around, had them on a knee, and he was giving it to them. And not, I'm not saying he was being mean. He was telling, he knows, yeah. he knows how serious yeah. this duel is with Creighton. Yeah, he it's knows not going to be a win. washover like, like a lot of the years has been. Yes. And final five to one, Cohen beats Bigelow, and that makes the final score of this duel. Carney 38 and Grand Island 24. So Carney sweeps the season series with the Islanders on the wrestling mat. And just one last piece, Doug, you think about this on the Amherst piece. Tyler Herman's a competitor, right? Do you know that this would make him, he would one, have won more of these than any other head coach in state's history? <laughs> he would because the Scott head coach only won three. He's not here now. Yeah, that's true. Brad Hildebrand only won three. We will take a break, wrap things up, recap what happened here in the semifinal round right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a new Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and surrounding areas rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. Best of luck at state to all the wrestlers and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Tubbs Pub in Sumner offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today, a proud supporter of all area wrestlers. 
Well, we appreciate everyone listening, and we're not done yet. We'll give you updates. The next round gets going here at 5 o'clock, third and fifth place matches. We will be back for the finals, which will involve Kearney and Amherst. And we will, of course, keep you up to date on the other two, David City Valentine and Plasmuth Scott, because it's going to be some uh, very competitive championship matches. But, again, recapping what's happened here in the semifinals. In A, Millard South over Columbus, 39-31. Kearney over Grand Island, 38-24. So South and Kearney in the championship. Columbus and Grand Island for third. Millard West and Omaha Burke for fifth. In Class B, Plattsmouth beats Bennington 40-25. Omaha Scott over Scotus 40-27. Scott and Plattsmouth, the top two teams from last week in the finals. Scotus and Bennington for third. Adams Central and Gretna will wrestle for fifth. And remember, Gretna had to wrestle Scott in the first round. David City beats Battle Creek 47-27. Valentine downs North Bend 52-16. So the Scouts and the Badges will be battling for the championship. Battle Creek and North Bend, the runner-up. Central City and Aquinas will be wrestling for fifth. And in D, Amherst beat Burwell 41-34. I believe their closest score of the four years here in the duel. Creighton beat Sutton 34-30. Amherst and Creighton in the finals. Burwell and Sutton, that could be a good one for third. And Sutherland and Elkhorn Valley will wrestle for fifth. So for Larry Baker, Matt Rogers, I'm Doug Duda. We will keep you up to date on the third and fifth place matches here in the next couple of hours, but we'll be back in about two hours from right now at 6.50, getting you ready for the state dual championships here at UNK, the final event for Coach Tyler Herman and Amherst as they will make the change there. And can Carney High knock off Millard South? Can Plattsmouth knock off Omaha Scott? And will Valentine redeem themselves from what they consider a pretty poor showing last week in Omaha by giving David City all they won here today. We'll find out at 7. Right now, though, if you want more sports, ESPN, Carney High Boys taking on Omaha Northwest in the A7 District Semifinals. Pre-game begins momentarily. And when that's over, back here on Classic Hits for the State Dual Wrestling Championships. You've been listening to High School Wrestling, brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank. And Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed representative for our producer-engineer Stacy Johns, Larry Baker, Matt Rogers. I'm Doug Duda. We'll see you in a couple of hours back at the UNK Health and Sports Center. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.